So, <laughs> today, the 14th of May, is a very special day in my life because it's T-Dog's birthday. And I would like to use this opportunity to wish him a happy birthday. I know he hardly listens to my episodes. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. But baby, if you ever get to listen to this, just want to say thank you for all you do and for who you've been as often as you've been. And I thank you for helping me revive my goal to be my dream of being on radio or podcasting. Because without your push and your support, I wouldn't have gone this far. And also thank you for giving me the all clear to to share my story, rather our story, knowing that it's inevitably going to eclipse yours as well. And despite you not being a man who likes the limelight or likes to be out there, you know that by me writing and talking about some of these issues I have explored on the show, like you put aside your discomfort about it knowing that it was gonna do a greater good for me and to me that's like a huge sacrifice that I cannot um, I don't have the words to say how much I'm in awe of that I love you very much and on this special day of yours I pray that you become all that you're supposed to be and more thank you for loving me even when I fight you and I hate to be that vulnerable, but thanks for showing me that I'm someone worth fighting for. And uh, yeah, I love you. Thank you, Chika Hamida. Hanani, Chungo Hail. Namo Sarangi, y'all. Bye, bye. Please take this Cause we're past from. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is the Marcible Podcast. So last week was Mother's Day, or last Sunday was Mother's Day, and I summoned up courage to, you know, pour my heart out about some of the things that I've been going through, and especially leading up to that day, because I've had this heaviness just hovering around my head. And I wanted to just say that out there, because even as, as a Christian, as someone who believes in God and all that, I think it was okay to show that sometimes we fall short in our you know trust system and our belief system and then when we break down like that it's not because god has broken down but it's just maybe because we need to go back and recalibrate our you know trust system so that said i decided to bring someone back on the show you probably remember her for those that listen to the show regularly she was here last year we did actually exactly a year ago and she we did episode seven together the one with angels angel moms we also did an episode before that on um, vaginal health because she's a nurse so her name is um, B.C. Jolasson. She's a nurse based in Dallas, and she's also a very good sister of mine. And um, she do all other, another thing we have in common is she's also, um, we're not doing TTC anymore because that's trying to conceive. She's, she's GTC. She's going to conceive because we have that faith. <laughs> so without further ado, um, everyone join me in welcoming um, Jolasson to the show. Hey, sis. <laughs> Hello. Hello, <laughs> Hey, Thank happy you. Mother's Day to everybody. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. And yeah. Anyways, um when I posted that stuff on Facebook some days ago about Mother's Day, at that moment it was just overwhelming. Like for me, writing is so therapeutic. So when people call me after all, are you okay? Are you okay? 
I'm actually I'm okay. Like writing it brings out a lot of tears for me. But once it's out on paper and if you know, and in my journal or on Facebook, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I I was able to listen to an episode from last time, which is for those that are listening to this. I did an episode with Jolasun in um in 2019. It was episode seven where we did Angel Moms, uh, and I was listening to it and I was like, even though we don't, I, I don't know how how you feel about this, even though I don't have kids yet. I could see some growth that have, you know, taken place in my life between that time and now, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's so important for us to keep checking in on each other and which we do because we've kept in touch yeah. since then. But yeah. I was just wondering, you know, how are you like, since you did the episode with me last year, how's it been? And currently since Mother's Day was some days ago, how have yeah. you been? Well, fine. Some days, you know, I get mushy, but it's not like, uh, oh, getting pregnant is like all I do. You know, after I lost my um, second pregnancy um November and I had to do a DNC. In fact, I was interviewing for another job where, where I currently work at Parkland. And I can feel like blood was gushing out of me. So I left work. I, I left the interview. Interview was supposed to be short, but for some reason, my my manager now, when she was interviewing me, she only asked me two questions, and the rest was just her. She was just talking and talking, and I can see myself. My face was just like this. I'm like, woman, can you just wrap up? I I need to get out of here. I don't feel good. So, anyways, I left there when work at my previous job and then that's when the whole thing just went sour and huge blood clots boom 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 I ended up in the ER that night I couldn't finish my shift so I ended up in the ER well that was that well after that then I you know you know like I was telling you earlier I went down um, to get a second opinion with another OBGYN. I insisted she do like another round of testing that um, the infertility doctor had done. It. Uh, it wasn't even up to a year. It was like a couple of months earlier. And she was reluctant. She was like, there's not going to be change like within that time frame. But I just insisted, and like we discussed earlier, the AMU or something it's like AMH, anti-malarial hormone, huh? So the AMH, well, I I actually went back to check on the results while we talked mm-hmm. every afternoon. It actually went to one point four. Wow! <laughs> that is amazing because you know actually it depends on whether like the time of the month it's it's not always an accurate estimate of your fertility of course they say if it's lower than one you're entering into like the territory and all that yeah yeah so yeah like i know what you mean but congratulations that's good news not to yeah. run over your yeah like to to be to be truthful I never expected a change, so to say, but mm. I was kind of like hopeful. And my old plan was 
Don't tell me I'm in pre-menopause or menopause. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything I was reading on the internet, I was like, oh no, at what age? Oh, I was freaking out. And then yeah. she came back, she's just like, well, there is no pre-menopausal syndrome, nothing like that. Actually, your AMH went up. And you could see that she was so excited. Happy, yeah, yeah. She could not believe it because the typical nap is once it's that low, like it can only go low, it can get better. That's age, because it's not you're aging backwards, right? Exactly. And okay. she was like, I was like, okay, there's got to be, you know, some miracle or something. And, you know, while discussing us, like, I try to do like plans, like dieting. Is that good luck? Good God, no. But it, but the thing is, most of the American diet, they don't have, like, the Nigerian food. I'm from Nigeria. We eat Nigerian food. Girl, I'm from Nigeria as well, but I just see me know in my head what you're talking right there. <laughs> Girl, you've been in the U.S. longer than I have been. <laughs> okay? This, this situation is not even for me. The, Your husband, right? Is, yes. I'm, like, the chief cook of the house. So it's, like, triple stress plus work plus keeping the home plus everything. And yeah. then I put his own kind of food, and then my own kind of food. So I'm like, we have to meet in the middle. My husband can only eat American food for so long, maybe a day, tops two days. It's <laughs> Nigerian food. It's this is that. <laughs> and I just started, and I, I'm like, I've been consistent for the last um, six to eight weeks. That's and nice. People at work was like, "Ree." You're looking good. I, I can see that. Keep it yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it's still a long process because my goal is to lose as much as 50 to 70 pounds. Yeah. I'm over 200. People see me, they don't think I'm over 200, but I am. I have big ties. I think you I think you have a love in your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. My boobs. My stomach. I, I'm, I'm that kind of girl there. When you when I gain weight, I gain air everywhere. When I lose it, I lose it air everywhere. Everywhere, even in your boobs. Oh, even in my boobs. Oh, oh sorry, I'm on video. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not using the video part. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to bring it out. If I say you don't have to bring it out. <laughs> but hey, um, I mean, it seems like you're you're heading in the right direction. Like, yeah, I mean, kids are not kids trying to take care of our body, you know, eat right and be more active. Those are yes. things you should be doing anyways. So yes. Good, good, yes, good and is, uh, not that I wasn't health conscious before, but it's particularly to reproductive aspect. That's it. It was yeah, it was like let me just do this to maximize my chances of yes. get, getting pregnant and then keeping the yes. pregnancy. But now it's like, you know, I want to do it for myself. Yes. Yes. Which, and- so yeah. there are days I I I won't like to you. There are days that I'll be so down, especially when you know someone that was single before you and now they marry and then boom one kid and then boom boom two kids.
You're like, it's <laughs> those who make it, they make it, they make it, they make it seem easy, like getting pregnant, which you know. There are many things, like three things have to like, you know, you have, your your ovaries have to be releasing the eggs, your uterus has to be properly lined, and then the sperm has to, you know, do its work. And then the, ov- the eggs, apparently, they die after 12 hours compared to the sperm that can last, was is it 24, or, 72 hours? Yeah. And then, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. And then the eggs exactly. are so hyperactive. and then, Like, it's like three things at once. It's like you can easily hit the lottery, mm-hmm. jackpots, you mm-hmm. have a higher odds hitting that lottery jackpot than getting pregnant. Do you know that podcast is going mainstream and that there are many people all over the world listening to podcasts daily? For example, in the US alone, one in every three persons listen to at least one podcast every month. Well, that's a lot of people. Do you also know that podcast listeners tend to be more loyal, affluent, and educated? Speaking of these retro qualities, did you also know that on a monthly basis, thousands of people all over the world listen to the Mossable podcast? Hmm. Well, do you have a business, service, event, or product you'd love loyal, affluent, and educated listeners to hear about? Then look no further. To promote your services on the podcast, send an email to talk to more at mossible.com today. Or you can visit our website at www.mossible.com. That is www.mossibyl.com. As I died Saturday when I, I just woke up. You know when you wake up, you're like, you smell the sign, like, today's going to be a day of battle. Mm. I just, you know, and I was just racking my brain, like, what the heck is going on? Apparently, it was exactly six, sorry, six years ago when I lost my pregnancy. And I don't celebrate those kind of things. Like, I don't remember the date. You I know what? That, that, that happens to me. I'm not thinking about it. I don't, I don't even, I, I mean, I know I'm good with dates, but I wasn't even thinking about it. May came, and it was, it's always in the first week of May. I don't remember. Like, I don't mm. consciously be like, oh, my birthday is coming up. Oh, this anniversary is coming up. No. I have purposely like scratched off my head, but mm-hmm. my brain apparently still remembers. And so I had yeah. to sit down like with myself, like meditation, like, okay, what's going on? Did you hear yeah. something? Was it something you read earlier on and you're not conscious about? And still digging and therapy was what has to really help me like to sit down with myself. Cause usually I'll just put, put my sadness in the back, you know, burn out of my head, but I'm learning to deal with my emotions as they, yeah. not all the time deal with them, but the ones that are sinking so heavy. Yeah. And then it was the anniversary of that death. And I'm like, ah, oh. Yeah, there we go again, Angela. So I cr- like, I mean, tears. There are different kind of tears, but, then, but well, there was a sadness hope. to it. Yeah, and it's not a sadness of like I lost hope, and because you know, some of my listen to that. Like, oh, God is in control. I know all of that, and I believe all of that strongly. Yeah. It's not like I like lack faith, but yeah. in that moment, I just told myself, "It's okay, just let it out." And so, yeah. putting that post together on Facebook, it was the first time really that I was quite open about. Mm-hmm. that aspect of it because mm-hmm. i mean i've talked about it on the podcast but i haven't like put it into words like write right. it down and the moment i put it down i, I felt considerably better and oh my gosh girl the the messages i got like i didn't go to bed that's on sunday morning trying to respond to everybody and then the ones yeah, that were in my I, dms I really know, to be honest with you mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. i went on the and for some weird reason i'm I'm on Facebook, but I'm not on Facebook. That's I know, I know. <laughs> so when I came in and I just saw your post, I was like, oh no. 
I was like, why did I come to you know that part? Your of response, me? but your response was so beautiful, by the way. Which you know, oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, and I, I knowing knowing that we're, we're on this journey together for now, I had a deeper sense of appreciation for it. Because oh, I know it took a lot for you to like in encouraging me, you're also encouraging yourself. Oh, and so that really encouraged me. Yeah, yeah. There's something I, I learned recently. I read today that someone shared with me. And this is somebody that I just met recently. She's in her late 40s. She's almost 50. Mm-hmm. And she's still waiting on God for a baby. Because when you're going through this, the only thing you remember is you and your peers, you know, people in your age group. You don't yeah. get to consider those that are way older. And, and age is quite important because if you're trying to conceive or IVF and whatnot, Age is often a factor they're going to put out there. Oh, like, this is your age group. This is what they expect you to be. Like, the milestones and all of that. Yeah. Anyway, so I recently connected with her through my writing. And that's only she shared with me. She said, the only person that doesn't try to explain Job's, like Job in the Bible, Job's suffering to him is God. So the only person that doesn't try to explain Job's suffering to him is God. Enough to make one thing that attempting to explain another person's suffering it's not so a great. It's not a great idea. Yeah. It's a not so great idea. That uh, that and everyone who attempts an explanation in the book looks like a complete idiot or a complete dope. Like his friends, you know. And yeah. in my in my comment section, you know, people like you know reaching out to me. I know a lot. Of, I mean, overwhelmingly well well-meaning people. But I feel like we also need to be careful in how we try to silver line things, you know, and. And I think that's one of the things this journey has taught me is meeting that person wherever they are. It doesn't matter what I think of their suffering as far as how I can make it better because there's nothing I can really say or do to make it better. But being there, I mean, I think showing intention can make them feel better. But as far as suffering is concerned, as long as I'm not the one putting that, like holding them, like forcing them, their head down in the sand, and I'm not responsible for that suffering, there's only so much I can say. I, I just have to like meet them where they are. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know if you if that kind of hit you. Like, I, yeah. I, I read that somewhere and just you know, yes, it, it, which is true because it, it, it just brings back uh, my own personal experience. You know, my mom ha- has um, six of us, but our second child that there was a girl that died, um, that child died at age two, you mm-hmm. know. But I'm like, my mom, you need to understand what I'm going through. Yes, you mm. actually had the baby until age two, but I'm losing pregnancy. And you're telling me, oh, don't think about it. Look at the future. You know how our Yoruba mothers are? Yeah, yeah, that the, the water spilled, but the calabash will not break. <laughs> <laughs> what about that water I wanted to drink? That's that water that I was actually eyeing, you know? I'm like, you know what? If you can't meet me at my pain level, don't tell me how I should feel or what. I'm like, right now, I don't want to look, let alone look into the future, let alone get my hopes up. I am in pain. I'm experiencing pain. Let me be there until I'm ready to come out. You know, and sometimes, mm. and exactly what you said, if you are not the one causing me the pain, you can't tell me how to react or not to react. 
or how to like even if i want to give up how that i'm not trying to say people shouldn't encourage but let's be very careful yeah how we 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 almost are trying to hurry the suffering up yeah well, and yeah. a bit to not make ourselves like maybe it's uncomfortable for you to hear it mm-hmm. which i can understand but mm-hmm. just sit in the process like mm-hmm. i've had somebody reach out to me like you know telling me about this fantastic opportunity that i've never heard about in my life oh surrogacy you know it, it's ah, I'm so like, like, you want to pay for it? It's like eighty <laughs> something thousand dollars here, like minimum. And so, oh, it's it's because she stays in a country where you know they'll probably pay for free. I'm like, oh, it's not cheap here. And you're thinking that I'm 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 this age. I don't know about surrogacy or I don't know about <laughs> don't know about fostering. Like this, yeah, it's just I've I've been told all kind of things. So. One of my other aunties called me randomly out of blue. Oh, what are you doing about your pregnancy situation? I'm like, my God. You know, sometimes it, what puts us under like pressure, I would say pressure, I would say like depressed moment mm-hmm. is other people. Yeah, people that we, we care about, whose opinions really matter to us, family members, well-meaning friends, and yeah. well-wishers, yeah. and, and, and even this person I was talking about, she's, she's the pastor's wife. Hmm. You know how many baby dedications she's had to do? And we're talking the alienation she feels, how people think that she, she shares something. She said, so people look at you as if you have an unconfessed sin. That's why God is punishing you. Or you haven't prayed enough. You haven't. You don't have enough faith. You know. <laughs> but but sometimes they forget the the the, the you know like there's one of my pastors that I always say he knows about everything that's going on. People like when you plant maize, it takes within one year to get the fruit back. The fruit, yeah. Well, you can't plant coconut and expect to reap the next year. <laughs> but the thing is that when the coconut grows and start reaping, you don't need to do any work. It will just start producing. But every year, you must replant maize for you to get maize every year. And those are one of like the words he used to encourage me. And he used mm. like, people he knows around. Even himself, he was married for 20 years. Before wow. a child, the child just turned one last December, so it was like, and then he'll use himself as an example. He say everything is God's time when God says it is. So it don't matter what you do or what you don't do. It does not make you less of a Christian because you're going through trials. That's it. That's it. That's it. And uh, and I feel like. <sighs> For people like us, for us, the pain point is not having kids, right? Mm-hmm. For somebody else, it could be something else. There's mm-hmm. always that thing that it's never quite complete. And I feel like that's where we need the Savior the most, to depend on Him. Mm-hmm. And um, there was something someone shared with me, who, which kind of made me like step down a little bit. In that, you can still have these kids and still have something in your life that you're still praying to God. Like, your needs are never going to end. And yep. he was very honest with me on my Instagram 
happened when I put the picture in the comments in, in the comment section. He said, I still worry about my kids. I worry that I might put my trauma on them. I worry that they might inherit something from me, like behaviors of fears and all of that. Yeah. Like almost like every time they wake up, I'm worrying that I don't screw them up, you yeah. know. And and I know what kind of parent I'm gonna be. I probably fall into that category, like all the trauma of my own childhood. I'm gonna put on this child and you know wreck no, them or you know carelessly. But almost like those worries never go away. Yeah. So and that kind of and then he said your life is like teasered, like you're teasered to these people. Like yeah. you're you're responsible for their well-being, even in their no matter how old they are. I mean, with your mom, you know that, right? Exactly. They can't just ever let go. Exactly. So I'm like, huh? And exactly. and then you say some of us actually envy you guys without. And I I know sometimes people say that in a way to patronize. I was like, yeah, yeah like you know, you have so much time. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's funny? I didn't even know I was gonna do this today with you. It was yeah, nice to go. I know it's. I yeah, was it's. Telling, I was telling God. That's like. God, I know your timing is the best. But I don't want to be raising a one-year-old at the age of 60. Because it took me back. I just remember the story, <laughs> the story of um, Sarah. And I saw uh, on, on social media, uh, I think 60 or 70-year-old woman, a couple that just had their first baby. Yeah. I'm like, God, I don't want to. No, no, no. <laughs> I think 40, 45 with my cut off mark because I, I, I ain't gonna be rubbing the cradle with this child. 45 should be my like my last kid, maybe on plan B, something like that. Oopsie, 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 oopsie. But I'm like, God, I, I know you are trying me, you are testing my faith, but God, please don't let it be like Sarah in the Bible. <laughs> Um, but there's always grace, you know, there's always grace. And, yeah, there's always grace. But I'm I'm so glad that the progress I can see you've made. Not just yeah. because of you coming on the show, like I know we've kept in touch because I said I promised you last I was gonna keep in touch with you. Yes, I, I hope I've been I I've been done it, but oh my god. <laughs> I wish so once you one one house of that strength. People oh, it's okay. It's see it's when not, you know it's not easy, but how do I put it? You're worth it, you know? It's not as if I, call, I check up on you and you push me away. Even if you did that and I liked you, I would still persevere a little bit. But it's, it's nothing to me. And to me, I've, I've, you've encouraged me a lot, believe it or not. Especially on days. I feel like we feed off of, even though we're both traumatized in many areas, we feed off of each other's strength. And, you know, we, so when one person is weak, the other person is like strong exactly. and all of that. And I'm thankful to be able to do this with you. And I think this is one of the things I want to draw from for those that are listening. What's in it for them is find yourself. Find yourself a tribe of people that will understand you. Your yeah. spouse might not understand you all the time. Yeah. It you know, and it's just, it's, it's hard sometimes. But I know that he's someone that cares about me a lot. But even in those times, it's just hard to like see him in a different, in a kind of light I want to see him. Your family mm-hmm. might not understand you. We talked about, you know, Jola and her siblings or people that are close to her trying to hurry her up. Mine was my mine was and is still my mom. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who I dearly love with all of my heart, by the way. And, you know, and things like that. But find yourself somebody to, you know, help you and feed off of their yeah. strength. And together you look towards God. I hope you have God in your life, that is. Mm-hmm. And remember that it's not okay to be okay. You know, like... I, and we talked about that in the beginning of the episode yeah. as well. Yeah. How, you know, the post I put it on for Mother's Day, 
mm-hmm. how was you know super super if i'm so i think i suffered from not suffered but i had to get over the vulnerable vulnerability hangover because yeah. i was just feeling very <laughs> naked almost as if i was that di- i tracked on instagram live or something like that like I was like, who? You know, <laughs> that was a huge world, like, you know. But, um, right now, I don't, I don't know. I can't say what at this minute. I, I don't have the boss to do what he did. Okay, I don't think it's something we're competing towards. Maybe it's my job to do it. Maybe because God knows that I'm kind of quite audacious and stupid about things. But yeah. I don't, I'm not going to take it back. Like, you know, that's my calling. And it doesn't have to be, your calling could be just this one-on-one thing we're doing together. Because as you're talking right now, and people are hearing our voices, that's between, you know, thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. So you have the balls, you just don't know it yet. You crews <laughs> have long descended, my friend. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> so, um, yes, and, and also, let's think about the good things of life, you know. Yes, yes. The, the, the impact the people have met in this journey Mm-hmm. And 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 just the compassion for life and for people around me. It's a lesson that I know I, I've learned a lot from this journey, and I I can't take that back because that's humanity right there. Mm-hmm. And so, just before we go, I want to do this with you every year, and yeah. every year I want us to get to that point where oh, hopefully by next year we'll be saying something different in mm-hmm. a very good way, and by staying different, calling it out, we'll have our kids, you know. Mm-hmm. How God wants it to be, but I want you to prophesy into that future. Like, but next time, next time I bring you to the show, because now that we're doing it second year, I was like, might as well make it a yellow thing, right? Right? <laughs> so, what would you, and what would you like to hear? What would you like the next year, Jolasson, to hear? Like, by now, and considering what you want to have happened. Okay, definitely. As as you know, it um, the kids is, you know, the top of the list. Or let me say one of the first three or four things. Yeah. And, you know, I will to, earlier I told you uh, we do, I'm doing a Zoom com- call with my family. Today's mm-hmm. our husband's birthday. Mm-hmm. And we just, I'm like, let's do a Zoom call and put everybody on it. And, and my mom said something. She said, uh, my, my, my first husband's name is Dorian. It's like, Dorian, I know when you were young, I was very hard on you extremely hard on you but everything that I taught you me and your father taught you you took it to heart so even when I'm away you trained the other ones behind you and my third brother was like when he was in the confused state of going to college and everything he didn't have a place to stay he was there and his kids, I made them talk, and the kids was like, if you need somebody to push you in life, he is there. If you need somebody to be with you, to show you the ropes, he is there. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just don't want to be a mother just because I want children. But I want to pass values that will trickle down from one generation mm-hmm. to another. Mm-hmm. So... There's so many mothers there, but they're not passing out values. They're not passing out God's instructions. They're one way and their kids are one way. Mm. So for me and you, it's not just having the babies. We're stepping into their God-given role, and we have mm. to show them the ropes, just as our parents have shown us the ropes. 
Mm. Of course, there'll be bitter times. We may not see eye to eye. They're, they were like, no, mom, you're whatever is a cake. But trust me, they listen. Because that's mm. exactly what our husband say, said. When I came to America, everything my parents taught me, everything that I mom taught me, all the scolding, all the instructions, all the looking out for bad friends, bad influences, that's yeah. that made me who I am today, to be a good father, to be a great husband, and to find my way in America while they didn't even know I was coming to America. And you know, mm. like we talked during the um, Bible study time, time made, time and um, hiddenness. Yeah. You know, when it comes to the time we launch out to the limelight, everything yeah. we've done in the secret place, behind closed doors, underneath the house, everything mm. will come together at the end of the day because no time is wasted. It may seem unproductive, but at the end, you see the result. So for mothers and fathers out there, it's not just about having kids. It's about raising them the proper way in your best capacity. Mm. That's, I, I don't want this to just be this. I want it to be a lifestyle for, for you and I. That's my goal. That is so true. And to round this off, they are borrowing from Dr. Alicia Choi, who um, we, myself, BC, and Linda, we, Linda is also a friend of ours. We do her devotional together. And there's something she said in um, one of her books, Anonymous. She said, Time is not really spent. Instead, it is invested in a future we cannot see. Mm-hmm. Though we know intellectually that the clock keeps ticking, we often, for a variety of reasons, fail to connect the choices we make in each tick. And consider how that can, how that connection shapes our future. Mm-hmm. We feel the moment strongly, but struggle struggle to link a tangible today with an intangible tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And when I wrote that um, post, I was like, "Timing um, a, a, a a pain and a, and a and a blessing, or something like that." Um, time is just what we struggle with. If you think about trying to get pregnant, the time you time your pregnancy, you wait the two weeks, you you check, you know, if your period is going to come, it's all bound by time. And it's yeah. only constructs, you know, I can control. And so I go back to the custodian of time and, and yep. all of the blessings that come with it. That's our custodian and that's God right there. Yeah. And, and and he 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 knows the future. And pending then, there'll be happy moments. There'll yeah. be sad moments. Yeah. There'll be moments where I wake up feeling like a zombie, like numb to things around me. Yeah. There'll be moments where I feel like, oh, I can take on the world. Yeah. But the constant thing there is, you know, God. And yeah. I, I always want to remember when I listen to this next year. And I hope, you know, you still kept on in your faith. But that you didn't you didn't you didn't burn time like Doctor Strange and then try to like, you know, manipulate time and manipulate yeah. things just because you're in a hurry. Yeah. So that's just my own and everything else you said. But I want to thank you so much for doing this with me. It was short and sweet. And I'm honored you came back again. In fact, as a matter of fact, I'm going to send you a calendar invite for next year. And let's do this yearly. <laughs> let's make it yearly days, like around um, yeah, Mother's so Day. Yes. <laughs> I mean, by then, that balls that just descended in my 
get bigger and then we can do live shows together on this stuff. who knows <laughs> but anyways um <laughs> that was it guys thank you for tuning to this episode of the most civil podcast and i've just had the pleasure of ch- chatting with jala soon all of the fun stuff we talked about with regarding infertility and women's health and just holding on hope and how to encourage each other through this journey love this episode don't forget to click the share button and comment and um comment yeah send an email and things like that well i've been a, your host um Mosevo, and thank you for joining me on this episode of the Mosevo podcast take care all right babe tomorrow i will send you the link just to have The day I was thinking to myself, made a list of all my mistakes. Oh, I wish I could have run to you and tell you all about my heartbreak. And I wondered to myself, wait a minute, am I even on the right path now? Had a couple wins, but I got knocked down. But I know that you are here right now, and you say, Sometimes you lose, sometimes you win. Ooh, you gotta get up, up again. Out just the way you dream You can take a couple wrong turns Still end up where you're supposed to be Even though in a moment I know everything can change Your perfect plans might fall apart But the simple truth remains